Monica Adams Show. I'm thrilled to have you along. If you're brand new to my show, it's all about positivity. You know, years ago, I started the Triangle of Life Theory, and it has to do with mental physical and spiritual health. What is that? 33 and a third percent of each one of them makes up 100% of the balance of life. And day in and day out, if you practice that, your life becomes more of that for you and for those around you. Every day, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., I host a show on Facebook and on YouTube that you can watch and you can listen and you can receive the message. And hopefully it takes you on that path and that journey that you've been seeking. Every Thursday, we then drop a new episode on all of the audio podcast platforms so you can watch and you can see and it can start to change your life. I'm thrilled to have you on board. Please share the message that we're here for you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Real Monica Adams podcast. So thrilled to have you with us forming this incredible community where we find the balance of life. And you know, one of the things we're going to talk about today has to do with habits We always want to form good ones, but a lot of bad ones form. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard, but it takes 14 days to form a habit. Once you've done that, your mind, your body gets used to that, and then it becomes very complacent. So if you think about the mental side, you've got to change things around so you don't fall into depression. The physical side, you want to ensure that you're doing something different so the body changes. We've got incredible tools for you today to form good ones and break the bad ones. I so appreciate you being a part of this show. So have you formed a bad one? First of all, let's calm down. Don't beat yourself up. Are you trying to form good ones? That's great. So how about this? Grab your pen, grab your paper. We're going to give you some tools to do just that today. 14 days, any study that you see, scientific, it shows that it takes 14 days, repetitive, every day, day in and day out to form a habit. Now those habits can be, let's start with the bad ones. Normally I like to start with good, but let's start with the bad. It has to do with alcoholism. It has to do with drug addiction. It has to do with sex addiction. It has to do with addictions to gaming. It has to do with uh, abuse, that you swear that you were abused and you would never become the abuser, right? We talked before, though, it's you become the sum of the five people around you. Well, are you around a bunch of people who are addicts? Are you around a bunch of abusers? Well, look you straight in the eye, you might become one. And you would say, no way, no way would I do that. That is a horrible thing. That's a bad habit. That's a bad road to walk down. Correct. So why do we repeat something that we hate that was done to us? Right, I'm going to go back to some of the counseling. No names would ever be given. It's, however, I was told that I could pass the actual stories along to you. Okay, I'm going to give you two. And I don't know if this person's watching, but I know she cries whenever it's told by her or by when I share it with a group, a Thursday night class that we do or in private sessions, but it empowers people. Here she was going along and a person in the education world told her that she was never going to amount to anything, told her that she was fat and she was ugly and she was not like her brothers and sisters and can't believe she was in the same family. Wow. Are you serious? That's a person that's a teacher that did this to a child who was in fourth grade And I don't know, were they abused? Were they neglected in a family unit that they decided to turn back in life and push that on a young child? It blows my mind that that was a person, that was a teacher. Look, parents, when you allow your kids to go out of the house and you let them walk into school, you hope they're being taken care of. You hope that they are being taught so many different aspects of what subject do they love? Do they like science? Do they like history? Do they like math? 
<laughs> they like playground. <laughs> Normally that's the answer. They like recess and they like maybe going to band. I don't know, sports, right? But we got to get them an education. So when you turn them over to the teachers, you want them to be taken care of. You would think they're being taken care of. But that person that did that to one of my people that I have done life coaching with could have broken her. Do you understand that their addiction to being mean, their addiction to abuse that may have been done to them, that they repeated in an education realm, and God, I hope they're not still in education. But guess what? Here's the beautiful thing, that that person started using the tools that they learned through coaching, through driving deep within them, working on their physical side, mental side, spiritual side. That person literally flipped the narrative, became a teacher themselves to make sure it didn't happen to anyone under their watch. What a beautiful, I just got to chill, turn of events. Okay, so there's the break of a horrible negative habit that this person did of pushing rudeness, false comments, because that's not true. That person, every person, by the way, you all are beautiful. You know, I always go back to that movie, The Help. And when that little girl is being taught, you is beautiful, you is important. Yes, you are. Say it again and again and again. And it reminds me of my dear friends that live in Chesterfield that started the Vital Water Bottle Company. And on it is, you are vital. And then there's a scripture that you could put on it, or there's a beautiful phrase you could put on it. They're, they're amazing. It's that same mentality. You are vital to this world. You are valuable. You do matter. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't. But unfortunately, people get in the habit of thinking they have control over you. Right? So Rose just said, cruel words stay with you forever. They don't have to. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt you. So Rose, has someone done that to you? Do they force those cruel words upon you and you believe them? Or the other way, has someone ever told you you're beautiful? Someone ever told you you're a kind, generous soul, but you didn't believe them? So you allowed the habit to form of believing a person who tried to have control over you, who tried to squash your dreams all these years. I don't know how long you've carried that along, but no, Rose, cruel words do not have to stay with you forever. See, I don't let them in. When I've talked to you in the past about the bubble of life that you can put on, it's that bubble wrap, right? We all think of bubble wrap and we laugh and it's fun. Pop, 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 pop. Okay, but I think of the bubble wrap as a form of protection. I literally want you to think of the physical side of bubble wrap. But then when you're going to go be around someone that has a habit of being mean to you, degrading to you, cruel to you, abusive to you, if, if you have to be around that person, I want you to put yourself in the bubble wrap of life. So you actually are thinking of the tangible aspect of the bubble wrap, right? So we think of if we actually wrapped ourselves up, how cute and funny that would look. Oh, I'm a big bubble wrap person. Okay, yes. It's fun. It puts a smile on your face. But I want you to actually do that, right? We have to go there, visualization of thinking, I'm going to actually put myself in a, in a fictitious aspect of bubble wrap, knowing that if it's this far out, and I want you to put a lot of bubble wrap on you when you're around those really cruel people that have a habit of pushing their beliefs on you that have to do with you being criticized and degraded. So watch. See this bubble wrap? This is a little small bubble wrap. Would that, would that protect you? Or would bubble wrap way out here? Look, at you can't get into my heart space. 
you can't get in here. I'm going to make that bubble wrap even bigger. I'm going to go to this whole screen. That's bubble wrap. This mean person over here, their habits of whatever addictions that they have been around that they can't break, they can't get in. So when people say, ah, that's the aha moment. Yeah, I want you to think of that. So you have to go to work and be around mean people. You have to go to a function, family function. A lot of times it's within our own families. You have to go around and be around anybody. I want the bubble wrap to be this big. Look at that. It's like a nice little hug. Come here. Give me a hug. All right. Let's have a nice little hug here. And let's stay in the bubble of life. And then guess what? You'll more and more and more be able to take a layer off. You won't need to put the bubble wrap because suddenly you'll become full of armor. I have armor that nobody can break through. When I want them to, yes, I will release the armor and give you a hug and I'll let you in. So don't mistake what I just said. I'm not saying I put an armor up because I'm trying to block the world from me. No, I have armor of protection that doesn't have to be a massive load of bubble wrap because I've learned to not let that in, right? Stephanie just gave me a hug. Thank you. Um, what I mean by that is I, I don't want Rose or any of you to ever allow that mean, degrading, anger, all of that toxicity to enter into your soul because they're going to try. They have found habits in life to be that person. So guess what? They're going home. They're miserable. Can you just imagine their life? If you drew a picture of who they were, they'd have this black thunderstorm cloud over them. They walk around in a life of a funnel cloud of miserable. They're just miserable. You don't want that. You don't come, trust me, you're not coming to this every morning because you want that life, right? Would you all agree with that? I mean, please just say yes, 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 yes. I just I want to see a bunch of yeses from the people that are on live. And for those of you that watch it replay, I want to see a bunch of yeses when I go back to these comments. I know there's no way in the world that you would come to a podcast having to do with nothing but positivity in the mental, physical, spiritual realm if you wanted to be the person underneath the thunderstorm cloud of toxicity. If you are, though, I'm, oh, there we go. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, yes, yes. Agreed. Yes, 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 yes. Hug set. I love it. Thank you. You're all very good at workshops. I can't wait to have you in front of me when we stand on the stage and I walk among you. More yeses coming in. And the yeses later when you watch this. Thank you. That, oh, chills. That means that we're changing the world together. That this is entering in, okay? You don't have the armor so packed that I can't get the message of positivity into you. Okay, so when I say that there are habits, guess what? They have formed the habits of the bad side. Flip the narrative and tell you that you don't have to ever repeat their negativity. You don't have to repeat their cruelness. Right, Rose, those words, those words that you said stay with you forever, nope, you are literally helping me do exactly what I wanted to do today, which is to teach you the tools to release those words from the past. So you have to, on a daily basis, tell yourself, look in that mirror, or have a fictitious mirror of life, or take your phone and flip it around, okay? So let's do this together. So right now it's the wrong way. I'm going to flip it. Here's my mirror. You are beautiful. You are valuable. You matter to this world. You have so much to give back. You are intelligent. Okay, go on, on, and on. There's your mirror. If you don't have a mirror in front of you, do it. Flip it. Let that be it. I want you to do it until you form a habit of believing. One more time. You all with me? Look in the mirror. Do nothing but tell yourself positivity. 
Let it seep into your soul and your mind. These are the tools that you need. When you do that, guess what? You start believing it. And why do you start believing it? Because it's true. And then your life changes. Those are the simple tools, but for some it's not so simple because they don't actually believe it. Now now do this for me. All the yes, 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 yeses that you did. Please answer me this. Do you think you're valuable? Say yes again. Do you think you're a role model? You can actually write, yes, I am a role model. Yes, I am valuable. Or please tell me if your soul is hurting right now and write, no, I don't see my value in this world. No, I have been pulled down in so much shame, and we did shame today, that I've allowed other people to have control over my life, and I don't see my value. That means you've allowed the power to enter in, seep in. It doesn't have to be a lifelong thing, but it has seeped into you. Yay, there you go, Pamela. Yes, I am valuable. You bet you are. I want to see more of you say that. Let's see, Rose says, I don't let cruel words define me, but you never forget the words. You can. You can. Trust me, there have been mean people in my life. I mean, look, we're in a we're in a field where people will try to tear you down because they are trolls behind a computer, right? They can do this. I don't like you. I don't like your hair. I don't know why you wore that dress. And I just sit there and laugh. Actually, I'll give you one yesterday. Do you think his words bothered me? There was a guy who wrote on my page and it stayed up there for two hours and none of you commented on it because you didn't like what he said, I can guarantee. He said, by a picture of me being very in my thought process that my intern or George, my videographer, had taken when they were in my house the other day, it was me reading from the book and I was like, oh, that's a cool picture. I posted it. You know what the guy said? You are a conceited woman. And I thought, gosh, I pray for you. I'm not. I know who I am. I was raised right. My mom's watching. Uh, I'm a good person. I've given back to the world. Uh, that's the antithesis of me. I didn't comment to him because he wanted to go toe-to-toe with me, right? He was in a habit of, I'm a troll. I'm going to write, you're conceited. Uh, you're narcissistic. That's been said to me in the past by somebody. And I was like, nope, I'm not. I know I'm not. I know I am God-loving woman who is a disciple of his, who I swear was saved at the age of 19 after my blood clot to to spread his word and to to spread the word of positivity to the world. So I looked at that and said, you know what? I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him. I just pray for him and hope that the demons get out of him, that he would want to lash out at somebody and spread false words because it's not true. So this is what I'm saying is, Rose, the words are there. They don't ever have to live not one second in your mind or your heart, unless you give it power. And I don't give it power. I looked at that and went, well, you're wrong. Block, delete. That's the beautiful thing that we can do. With my little fingers, boom, boom, you're gone. With his, trolling. He'll go on to the next person who will try to go toe-to-toe with him and fight and fight and fight. And that's what you're doing. You're butting heads online. And so guess what? This person's the addiction of mean. This person's the addiction of uh, anger and resentment. And then they go, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just this back and forth. And you see it. And people go, ooh, that's just a long, ugly thread I don't even want to touch. I agree. I don't get into those. I also, if anybody follows me and wants to be that way, I take them off. If you don't think I was try- someone tried to tear me down during the pandemic when that thin blue line flag was behind me and I was broadcasting on television and they said, oh my gosh, she's a fool. She should be ashamed of herself. <laughs> should I? I'm a proud police wife. My husband's a lieutenant with the county police. And during National Police Week, I will raise him up. And every day I raise him up and I will say what an incredible human being he is to go running into the things that we run away from. No, police are incredible. 
incredible. And guess what? I don't care if you don't like them right now. You're going to want them when you're in trouble. Boy, then you love them, don't you? Isn't that interesting? So there's all these habits formed of people who are mean. Their heart, they're not ugly, but their heart is. Their soul is. It's ugly to want to lash out and try to have control and, and have words that Rose thinks live forever. Rose, I'm going to come back to your comment in just a second. Stephanie says, I blow negative people off. That's great. I hope you actually don't allow any of it find space within you, though, right? Let the negative people live in their negative world. You've heard the saying before that negative people make positive people positively sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't even see them anymore. When you work so hard on yourself, mentally, physically, and spiritually, they don't even have space. It's such a beautiful place to be that I wish the best for them. I pray for them, and I hope that their demons leave and that they are able to come to our side. And I love them. I want them to. I want you to spread. Here's the thing. I don't want you to just share this pod, this podcast with people you love. I want you to share with the people that you don't like too much because you want them to go into a new space and you want them to be in a happier place. We don't want them to be negative, do we? No, I think as a, as a human being, we want the best for everybody. I, I mean, there are people who, I don't use the word hate. It's such a really strong word. I mean, do we, whew, if we go to the point of hating, I don't think I hate anyone. I dislike how people treat people. I dislike the ugliness inside of someone's heart and soul, but I want to give them the tools to pull them out of it. That's who I am as a life coach. That's who I am as a personal trainer. That's who I've been as a director of wellness. It is, I want to reach them. So please don't be selfish and only share this with the good. We want the good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> we, want it, we want it all. I want you all to come to this podcast all over the world. So let's not be stingy. Let's share the message of love together. Let's try to change the world together. Right? It's, it's kind of like if we go back into the scripture. It's Satan and it's God. And he did everything he could. Remember, he also was a disciple. And he fell off, lost his wings, and went that way. I don't want to go that way. When I'm gone, I want to be up there. He is not meant for my life, and I hope he's not meant for yours. I mean, that's the thing that we have to struggle with. We constantly have this side of the shoulders got the good one. This side of the shoulders are like, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. That's, that's Satan. This is God. And I choose to go his way. That's a happier place to be. Yesterday, somebody came on from Tuscany, Italy. I mean, how awesome was that? We are reaching all over the world. I'd love my brother and sister-in-law to be tuning in. They're in the French Riviera right now uh, in Cannes, France, at the, the International Film Festival. They're, they're doing that. I was like, yeah, come on, we got to tune in everywhere. Even if you take 5, 10, 15 minutes of your time, go walk the beach. I mean, how therapeutic is that to allow that into your heart and mind to take those earbuds and walk the beach and listen to positivity. Lillian said, I grew up in a negative household. I've been trying hard to, if I have a negative thought, don't let it come out of my mouth. There you go, right? It's an everyday practice. I love that. Let's see if I can go back and get some of these. I agree about the trolling. Yep. I was always told it takes 11 days to form a habit. I know more of the 14, but look, 11, 14, they're right by each other. So if you do something positive 11 days in a row, it will become a positive habit. Good or bad? If they're bad, we're trying to get you to be able to flip them more to the good side. So everything I've seen in scientific studies says 14 days. But, you know, hey, Richard is saying 11. I like that, at least on the good side. I don't want the bad ones forming. I've allowed others to have control over me until today, Jillian. Let's, let's break that today. Wouldn't that be a great thing? No longer. Yes, Stephanie said she's valuable. So did Pamela. 
Okay, let's see. I don't let cruel words define me, but you never forget the words. By the way, I'm out in the country and don't have good phone reception. We can't believe you are clearly coming through. I need it today. You are a blessing to many. Rose, that's because God knows he's got to part the clouds and make sure you got a good cell tower so you can hear the message of positivity. That's what. That's what he's, I got God on my side. I had several bad habits. They stemmed from not being taught better as a child. Right. Once I got sick and tired of being sick, and ready to change, I found several tools, one being mentorship and positive self-affirmations to be effective. Since then, several habits and addictions have flipped. Isn't it a beautiful thing, Carrie, to be in a life that you've always wanted? Okay, Richard, thank you for sharing this, by the way, and revealing a side that I know you probably don't love. Smoking, he says, is by far my worst habit. It's a habit I still have not been able to break. But do you want to break it? Do you really want to break it? That's what I'm asking you. Because some people can go cold turkey. I'm going to give you this. When I was a little girl, do they run PSAs anymore? They do. So PSAs, when I was a little girl, I would watch the TV and they would have, this is really powerful, by the way. Okay, ready? Act like this is an old PSA. So a father and his daughter walking along, holding hands, smiling together, connecting as a family. And then suddenly the dad disappeared. And then the little girl was walking alone and very tearful and very distraught and very upset. And I was like a little girl watching this, like, where did daddy go? And then the message at the end was all having to do with smoking and that it filled his lungs. He had lung cancer and he died. And I started crying and I went to my mom. I don't want daddy to be gone. And my mom goes, what's wrong? What are you talking about? And I said, I just saw that. If you smoke, you die. Whoa, is that a powerful PSA? And my mom goes, what? What are you talking about? And I said, daddy smokes and daddy's going to die. And my mom said, as soon as she came, he came home that day, she's like, you got to go talk to your daughter and you need to try to figure about stopping smoking because she thinks you're going to die. And he goes, Jackie, did you tell her to do this? She looked at me and she goes, PSA, honey, a public service announcement really impacted your daughter. And so he came to me and he said, and I cried and cried and grabbed him and, and held him. And I said, you're going to die. And I mean, literally, as soon as he walked in the door after my mom said that to him, I saw him and, and said that. And he goes, what do you, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to die. And I said, you, but you smoke. Are you not going to smoke anymore? Right, daddy? I'm not going to smoke anymore. He looked me in the eye and guess what, everybody? He stopped that day because he saw what it did to his daughter. He, however, was able to stop cold turkey. And I don't think back then that they chewed gum to have that, right? It's, it was like, I need something. I need something in my mouth. Or now they do all the vaping. And there's, you know, by the way, I did a big story on that when I was at Fox. Still a lot of issues with that. The American Cancer Society is not big on vaping. Richard, I, he said, no, the truth is no. Oh, I just can't focus it right now, which by the way, focus would be a great topic. Okay. Where's my journal? Focus. How do we find focus? All right, Richard, just for you, focus is coming up. How to focus. But why would you not want that for yourself, Richard? Why would you want that addiction in your life? Right? What, why do you think you need to smoke? Okay, now let's get real. This is it. This is the turn. Let's go, Richard. Let's go deeper. Why do you think you need the addiction? Smoking is not good for you. You know it blackens the lungs. I mean, if you ever were in a science class and you were able to dissect and look at the lungs of a person who smokes and then look at the lungs of a healthy human being that's never had anything but, God forbid, secondhand smoke, which is not good for us either. I don't, I'm not around smokers. I have something that's called a factor five Leiden. And if I was around a smoker enough, it could kill me. Now think about that, right? So I have, I don't smoke, 
would never smoke. Thank God. As an athlete, I just always thought about, oh, I want healthy lungs. I want to be able to breathe. I mean, in life, I just want to be able to breathe well. Richard, I don't know how long you smoked, and I'm not I'm not shaming you, right? We, we did 100 Days of Freedom from Shame. I'm not shaming you. I'm just asking and trying to help because I don't want your lungs filled with black tar. I don't want you to lose days on this earth. I want you to be around with us. I think you're a powerful human being. I love that you are regularly on our show. And I love the fact that my one of my best friends and one of my moderators, Michelle, reached out, I believe. And I haven't had a chance to see your page yet, but you were talking about the nonprofit. And she said that there's an event coming up. I hope that we can collaborate on that event. Richard sounds like an incredible human being. I can't wait to meet you. Rose says, Jillian, I'm so sorry for that, but don't repeat the pattern. You sound amazing. Look at that. I love how you're all so amazing to each other. Uh, Mom, yes, back the blue. Thank you, Jim, and your team, and everybody who's an officer. God bless you. Richard, come on. Come on. Come with me. Just tell me why. Are you willing to be real, as authentic and real as I'm being? Why do you think you need to smoke? Now, for those of you that drink excessively, I'm not talking about going out and having, I said I was going to have one. I didn't have one. I got too busy. I will, whenever National Wine Day comes up, I will have wine, though. Love a good red wine. So I'm not addicted to alcohol by no means. I don't. I wouldn't like to, you know, all of us went through our time. We probably went through it in college, and you're just like, what? why am I doing this? Because I wake up and I feel horrible. Why would we want to do that to ourselves? Why would you want that habit? Why would you want to drink to excess, be out of your mind, say things you don't want to say, not even remember, have complete blackouts, God forbid, and that's something that I do want to talk about in the future, God forbid, get in a car, get behind the wheel, and put yourself and others in danger. I mean, the, the addiction goes many levels. The alcoholic, the addiction to drugs, the addiction to smoking, sex addiction, the addiction to abuse, the addiction, somebody told me yesterday, to codependency. Ooh, think about that one. So when we talk about addictions, it goes many, many levels. Stephanie, my grandpa died of emphysema. My mom and dad saw the x-rays of his lungs after that. After, after that, they quit smoking. I'm telling you, I'll never forget it. Even if I ever thought I was going to smoke, and I knew I wasn't. It was not for me. First of all, I can't stand the smell of it. And I just I, I was always doing the visualization, even when I was younger, of what it does to the lungs. And when I was in that science class, I loved this class, by the way. I, I'll never forget my teacher, Mr. Groning, when I was in high school. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I wanted to be a doctor, remember? And so going into that class and being able to go into uh, Logan College is where we went. Now, I will say formalde the formaldehyde smell, that I didn't like too much. I mean, that could turn your stomach. I guess somehow you have to get used to it. But the cadavers and being able, from a science standpoint, to break it down, dissect, and to look it was mind-blowing to see that charred lung. It looked like a piece of chicken that was done 10 times the amount it should have been done on a grill. Remember, you know, I'm trying to do the visualization with you. You know what that looks like? Crusty, black chicken. Tough. That's your lungs. I mean, that's a PSA right there. That's your lung. Do you want that? Or do you want that healthy piece of chicken? This is the way your lung could look. And this is a lung that's been smoking and smoking. Okay. Ah, Richard, let's do it. Oh, wow. This is getting deep, he says. Okay. I have numerous health issues, mental health being one of them. I know, but gosh, let's do the mental health in a positive, healthy way. As crazy as it sounds, when I'm in a deep, dark place in mind, that cigarette becomes my calm place. That cigarette is not your friend, my friend. No. I've been smoking, oh, for decades. Okay. 
We're not shaming you, but Richard, I want you to find your way to meditation. I want you to find your way to breath work. Boy, I'd love for you to come to our retreat, which by the way, we finalized. Richard, I'd love for you to be there. I'd love for all of you. Couples came and the very first one we had, and I will tell you right, right now, every man that came there came there on his own. I thought maybe that the women forced them to come. I asked all of them and they said, no, we came on our own because we really wanted to see what this is like. What would this be like? They came on their own. They all cried, by the way. They all had tears in their eyes. Some of them cried even more. I gave them all hugs, brand new people I had never met before. And they all said it was life changing. It will change your life. What I want to do that day is to help you find your purpose for you to know your value. So you are a valuable human being. And I want you to be able to have the tools, to have the friendships around you, have the people who will take you in the good side of habits, give you the tools to be able to continue the path of life that you've always been meant to be on. I don't care if it's been 40 years of smoking. It's the day that you break that, the day that you don't need to turn to that for the comfort when you're in a dark place. That's not helping you. The drink's not helping you. Those forms of addiction are not. So I want you to do this for me. Can you, Richard? If it doesn't happen today, I'd love for you and everybody else to be able to try to get it. And by the way, one of the biggest forms of addiction is overeating or undereating, not the nourishment. It's both ways, right? We've got anorexia and bulimia and overeating. So the comfort of eating people use as a habit to mask their pain. And they don't even know it sometimes. It's just like hand mouth, hand mouth, mindless eating, mindless smoking, mindless drinking, mindless degrading, mindless abuse. The list goes on and on and on. What I'm going to ask for you to do is find guided. These are the tools. Remember I told you I'd talk about the habits, talk about the addiction, and give you some tools. Ready for the tools? Grab your pen and paper. If you can't do it on your own, which most people cannot, I don't know too many people who have never meditated and can find their way to meditation immediately. So you probably need a guided, and everybody does apps. Everybody's on their phone. Find a guided app. Let that start to help you. And maybe you meditate for five minutes. So what happens is when the darkness happens, when the deep set of depression happens in the mind and the soul, you automatically go to your app, Sit down, get into a place of comfort, wherever your happy place is, and allow yourself to find clarity. Align, allow yourself to find that happiness and comfort around you in a positive way. Not the comfort of food, not the comfort of the smoking or the drugs or the alcohol, but the comfort of knowing that life is going to get better, that there is this light out there, that the darkness will go away. I know some of you might say, boy, Monica, you have a lot of belief for the world. I do. I do. I truly do. So um, I'm asking you to start with some five-minute clarity, maybe, of meditation. And then breath work is so powerful. Okay, so here's what you can do. I like the pattern of about, hmm, let's say, some people, because they're such deep, uh, sorry, they're such chest breathers, they don't know the deep breathing. They're chest breathers. And so it's me telling you to take in three or five seconds of breath. You can't even do it. You go, <gasps> One, half a second. I'm there. I got to let it go, Monica. Woo, that's dangerous. I mean, you're all up in here. That's called stress. That's all that depression that you're just holding right here, right here by that heart and lungs. You need to release that down, deep down, down here into the diaphragm so that you can do the 
five seconds and hold on to it. Find that happiness, find the intention that you want. And you, and when you're in the dark place, you don't have the happiness, right? So you have to actually have a word that you focus on. And you say that word over and over and over again. And maybe it is hope. Hope's a good one. So you take that three or four or five second breath and you hold on to it. And you think of hope. I am so hopeful that I can stop the addiction. I'm hopeful for life to take over and take me into a place I've always wanted to go. I'm so hopeful for this world. I'm hopeful, first and foremost, of me becoming the human being I was always meant to be. Okay? That happens again and 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 again, 14 days and beyond. But guess what's happened? You have taught yourself to find some clarity. You have taught yourself to find some calmness. You have taught yourself to go from stress to five minutes of clarity, calmness, meditation, breath work. There's no way in the focus of the word hope, closing your mind, focusing just on that, just on that, nothing else, taking the rest of the debris and the clutter out of your mind for five minutes that you're not going to feel better. And then what you do is maybe go beyond the five minutes and you go to 10, 15, 20. Some people need to do it first thing in the morning to set the intention and that's where they do their meditation and breath work. Some people need to do it before they go to sleep because it helps to calm them so they have a great night of sleep. Whatever you have to do, those are the small forms of good habits that you're going to form. Meditation, breath work, journaling. That's the other part of finding that triangle and the balance. Get yourself a good journal. I like, obviously, fancy decorative ones, but find one that, uh, that connects with you. <clears throat> if I was life coaching Richard, I would get deep into it, but I would do the same thing I do with my husband, which is say, Richard, you're in a safe place. I'm asking you to communicate. I'm asking you to tell me. Go ahead, open up. Yeah, when he said we're getting deep, you're right, we did. And we're going to keep doing it. That's what this is about. Why is this the Real Monica Adams podcast? Because it's time to get real in this world. It's time to be authentic. It's time to go ahead and say the things that you're not okay with. Remember, during the pandemic, everybody found that it was okay to start talking about mental health. When, oh no, that was taboo in the past. That's a beautiful thing. I choose to look at all the positives that came out of the pandemic. There were a lot of negatives. We know about them. Guess what? I reported on them. That's all we talked about, though. We didn't talk about the good things. We didn't talk about the way we can communicate all around the world with this, with Zooms, with Teams meetings. Those didn't exist before. Boy, that's a great way to connect. And that's all we have, little boxes, little happy hours people had. That was the way we communicated. But I want you to continue that communication. And I want you to keep saying, gosh, my mental health is getting better, but it's still there. And I go into dark places sometimes and find the people who say, it's okay. Tell me more. It's okay to say you're not okay. It really is. And those who judge you are not meant for your life. Let them go walk their path until they're in, they're ready to get into a better place. Okay, Kim said, I'm a worrier. That's my bad habit. Hey, my old habit, remember, you can break it. You can break it at any point. Mine was people-pleasing to the nth degree. And I got a lot of that from my mom because my mom was the same way. I've even seen my mom break it. You know, when they say as you get older, ah, People are so set in their ways they can't change. It's kind of like the, think of the dog mentality. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I don't know whoever said that. Yes, you can. But you have to have patience. You have to believe as well. You have to believe in yourself. Why did I think I needed to overeat and stuff my face? 
because I didn't like me due to what I had been through and didn't think I was worthy of taking care of myself. Once I came to a self-realization of who I was deep inside and who I could transform, once we peeled back the layers. Richard, peel back the layers and find the person inside who was worth taking care of. Carrie, what a beautiful thing to say. Oh, love it. My bad habit is eating right before bed. Jillian, I hear that from a lot of people. Here you go. Another little tool for you, little pro tip. As soon as you feel like you're going to overeat, I want you to go to the bathroom. I want you to brush your teeth. It's that simple. Because how many people want to brush their teeth over and over and over again? They don't because it's the last thing. It's bookends of our day. Just like I bookend the intention and the gratitude, hopefully you're brushing your teeth when you wake up in the morning and then you brush your teeth before you go to bed. Brush your teeth and brush your tongue. Why do you brush your tongue? You remove the cravings. I've done this with clients for years. And they're like, oh, you're right, it works. I also want you to drink eight ounces of water and you'll fill it up a little bit. You'll fill up that belly and you'll be okay. Agua, constantly around you. Brush your teeth, drink your water. You won't eat before you go to bed. Try it. At the same time, understand that you might not be eating enough during the day and your body's wanting more. So if you're moving and you're expending the energy, you got to nourish the body. So hopefully that can help you. Uh, my mom said hypnosis worked for many of my coworkers years ago for smoking. Yes, good one, mom. Sugar addiction, that's a huge one, right? Do understand that the more you eat fruit, nature's candy, the more that if you start to pull the sugar out, and even if someone tries to reintroduce cake, pie, candy, you'll eat it and go, oh my gosh, this is so sugary. And you'll go, why in the heck did I ever do that? Well, and again, the same thing. If you looked at your organs of what the sugar and the sodium's doing to you, You'd be shocked to see the inside. I would really love for you all to read the book, You, the Owner's Manual, by Dr. Oz and Dr. Roizen. It is an eye-opening moment for so many people to look inside. Like literally, if you were able to unzip and just peek in, how would our organs look? Would they be clean and healthy? Or would they be all tarred, filled with sugar and sodium and addiction and nicotine, alcoholism, cirrhosis of the liver? I drive by Quick Trip. It's like my drug dealer. Slushes and donuts. Oh, Rose. Nope, we got to break you of that. I'm a chocolate lover and love ice cream. Yep, we got to get you out of those sugars. Mine's food. I turn to food when I'm sad or hurt. Okay, that's why I want to get the 100 Days to Freedom from Overeating. Got to get that. Okay, let's get real. I know what you're saying makes sense, but what do you do when you have multiple things to work on? I told you. You've got to get the mind calm. You can't see clearly if the mind's all cluttered with debris. It goes right back to focus. I can't focus on that many times at one time. Yeah, you've got too much clutter in your life, my friend. You've got too much debris. So that book I've been writing for the last probably 20 years, I've got to release it. And it has to do with living your best life debris-free. It's every aspect. Like literally, right? You wouldn't want to come in and shop at the store if it was filled with clutter. If you think of the hoarder mentality... You'd want to come in, though, and feel like it's the whole feng shui aspect of, oh, everything just looks so pretty. And I don't know why I feel so comfortable there. It's because it's in its place. So how does the house look? The actual physical house here and the one you live in. Start little by little. Take the steps to relieve your mind, your soul from the clutter. Kathy said, my mom was a chest breather and a smoker. She could not physically breathe deeply. Yeah, she suffered with COPD for years. Maybe work and say, the Jillian, look, I didn't even see your comment. Exactly. You got to work on one thing at a time. If you try to take on too much, you won't be able to do it. I still Zoom every Friday with my hockey friends all over the States. We have fun. Yeah, I hope people still do that. I've got some friends who um, said, hey, we need to get on a happy hour if we can't get together. That's it. If you are not making time to get together with friends, maybe do a Zoom. That's great. Uh, Jillian said, I do. That's my point. I can only work on one or two things at a time. It seems like I never get to the smoking. 
Well, you're going to get to the smoking, my friend. I think today your message, and maybe you need to go back and listen to this again. It's kind of like a resource book, right? You'll go back to this time, and you'll say, Monica was helping me. I can't wait until you tell us that you were able to slowly break or completely break the addiction. Carrie said, please, Richard, this is the time. I'm going to pray for you daily that this is your day. I love it. I love this community so much. It's been a good show today. Powerful one. Habits, good or bad, 14 days. Richard and everyone else, take the tools I've given you today. Find the app. Find your way to learn meditation and focus. Find your way to the breathing aspect of life. And if you have not, I want you to start journaling. It can be a very powerful thing when you write those words down, your intentions, that you take them from here and write them down on a piece of paper. It can be a very powerful thing to change your life. I love it. And don't forget, if you have a topic you would like for me to cover, email me info at therealmonicaadams.com. Stephanie said, thank you, Monica. You got me motivated. That's why I am here. That's what I'm meant to do. So with that, I leave you with hope. I leave you with excitement for your future. I really, truly hope that in this world, you will realize that you're valuable, that you have such great things to do. Just understand it's there for you. It's coming for you. You just have to believe. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of The Real Monica Adams Show. And I hope that you take just one thing from today's show. Remember, it's small changes that amount to the large ones that you've been seeking in your life. If you've been suffering from mental health, depression, anxiety, fear, PTSD, you have to start small. But I'm giving you the tools on my show each and every day, again, on Facebook and YouTube, and then listening to the message on this audio podcast platform. If there's a show you would like for me to do, a particular topic, do me a favor, shoot me an email, info at therealmonicaadams.com, and I will take care of that for you. Thank you again for tuning in today, and we will see you very soon. Mm-hmm.